0: Or we just w- talking and then it goes into the theme channel.
1: Oh, I see. Yeah, but it's all staged now. <laughs> now it's really boring and yep. dull. Well, can, God, Dan can cut it, can't he? Does he do any work?
0: Hello and welcome to the Theatrical Cup podcast number three, where we will be talking about TV shows and TV characters. That theme tune really takes me back to coming home from school, having my dinner and sat with my dinner on my lap watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Giles was my favourite, just to be a bit critical there. Uh, So as we said, welcome to podcast three. I'm I'm Terry and I'm joined as ever by my co-host Sonia. Hello Terry. I don't think you've ever spoken to me that tone before (laughs) in my life. Smiling at you <laughs> Yeah, off-putting And then for this week we are also joined by the lovely Lucy
1: Hello Yay, Yay. hey Lucy I'm so excited by the theme tune I couldn't say anything Yeah, <laughs> we kept it
2: as a surprise Yay Happy days, happy days Okay, so what's everyone been up to this week?
0: In general Sorry. or just around film don't. And TV? I don't
2: want to know what you've been doing besides telly and TV, uh, you know, movie stuff
0: So if we're starting immediately from last week's podcast... Upon finishing the podcast, Sonia and I decided to watch a film and we watched, I can't remember that, Funhouse Massacres? It was
2: dreadful. Which,
0: considering we'd just done a podcast about shit films and we'd struggled to watch a new shit film, that's one of the shittest films I've watched in a long time.
2: It was terrible. Uh,
0: And then after that, obviously, Monday was the big new release on DVD and Blu-ray for the year, which was, of course, The Greatest Showman, which Did you buy it, Terry? I purchased it on Blu-ray. To die for.
2: To die for.
0: Pre-ordered on Blu-ray for about three months.
2: Did you watch it straight away? I
0: Yeah, I did. And then I watched every single extra.
2: Oh, we didn't watch the extras, did no. we? Some
0: lovely little making of documentaries. Well, that's a bit sad because there's one where it's showing them like doing some sort of read through and singing to try and get the it greenlit. And Hugh Jackman is the only actor who's actually in the film. And you can see like the name tags. There's obviously people that were obviously deemed not like famous enough to get the film greenlit. Um, Jeremy, someone who's in Supergirl, he was clearly the Zac Efron part. Oh. But the studio have obviously gone, yeah, you can make it, but get him out, get her out, get Michelle Williams in, get Zac Efron in. But yeah, some lovely little extras in there.
1: I, I bought the UHD 4K, whatever it is, edition, <laughs> even though I don't have the TV for it. That's how excited I was by getting it. Yeah. i just like, I want the best one, and then I I Lucy oh, I got it on LaserDisc. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, laser it was worth the extra £5. Pounds. Yeah. It was an
2: extravaganza, wasn't it? Been to the cinema this week, Terry?
0: I have. I've seen Deadpool 2. Yeah,
2: we've seen Deadpool 2. I just want to clarify, though, that Terry and I did go separately, as that seems to be very important to point out, that we do these things (laughs) separately.
0: Even though we do end up at a lot of the same things.
2: What did you think of Deadpool 2, Terry?
0: I really enjoyed it. For me, I think I'd need to see it again, but I don't think it's as good as the first one.
2: Well, apparently there's been quite the debate. About people saying, is it better or worse than the first one? I don't think it really matters. I laughed so much, I had to uh, use my clothing to wipe my tears away. I think for because I, s-
0: I saw it in the day, so it was a bit quieter. And I sometimes feel that you laugh harder if you're in a full cinema with yeah. other people laughing. So I don't know if that somehow muted the effect on me. I mean, the one particular... I don't know if we're going to talk about no, spoilers. I don't, no, don't but give anything away. the one particular bit that you're talking about, I did laugh very heartily. And the post credit sting made me cry with laughter as well yeah um but yeah i will
2: will give i will give away one thing you don't have to wait till the very end of the credits which which i would say 85 percent of our screen did do yeah and there's not there's there are two end of credit scenes but they're not right at the very end so you don't need to wait right till the very end um i thought it was hilarious i'm gonna go and see it again I probably I absolutely would. loved it
0: for me he, it just got a bit too meta and a bit like there were so many Marvel jokes so many DC jokes I it just, loved that I, I enjoyed it but then towards the end it's a bit like just focus on your own film which I know the whole point of Deadpool is that but he can still be breaking the fourth wall without having to talk constantly about other things happening in the world right now you know what I mean but I thoroughly enjoy it I think Ryan Reynolds is just amazing as Deadpool and enjoyed all that it's nice to see Negasonic Teenage Warhead again
2: I gave it five stars on Letterboxd.
0: I gave it four.
2: No, it's better than that. That's eighty percent. That is. Do you see any good trailers while you were there?
0: No, I turned up quite late. I missed all the trailers.
2: Oh, I was hoping you'd prompt me about trailers. I can't remember any of the ones I've seen. They can't I mean, be that The good. only
0: one I think I caught the last couple of seconds of the solo trailer, but we've talked about before. Oh yeah, that looks. Like Although I movie. am now toying with going to see the midnight screening on Thursday night <coughs> or Thursday morning, but. You're on. Yes.
1: What's that? I just said yawn. Yeah. I don't it's I mean I, I don't mind Star Wars, but it just doesn't excite it, me That easily. film just looks
2: Yeah, I mean I, I will go and see it because that's what we do. But Apart from Donald Glover.
0: It looks very yeah. standard. Yeah I'll, I'll
2: tell you what I did see, I saw I saw his trailer. Um where he goes and he's like showing people around the ship and he shows off all his capes and stuff.
0: Oh no I didn't that see. That was the
2: best trailer I've seen for it where he like takes everyone onto the ship and like shows them around that's good and he's, he's got like a wedding cape and a, a cape for like well, Sunday dinners well apparently it popped up
0: on my <laughs> timeline today apparently he's pansexual in the film because I feel like they needed to announce that to the world
2: I don't know that that's relevant um, I know
0: exactly but apparently it had to be said
2: okay what else did we do this week Terry separately of course
0: separately but in the same building because as
2: we're talking about TV characters this week what did we do this week
0: we saw the magnificent Count Arthur Strong alive and unplugged at the uh, 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 <laughs> That's all that needs to tumble, be said.
2: Tumbleweed moment there from Terry. I
0: thought you were going to talk.
2: Show business raconteur. Following on from, was it last year's Sound of Mucus?
0: The Sound of Mucus was last year, yes.
2: Yeah. Oh, it was very, very good, wasn't it?
0: He's a very hard character to explain to anyone. He
2: is, isn't he? Like People say, what's Count Arthur like? And I'm like, he's, a, he's like a... He's an old man, but he's not really... But.
0: It's, it's a character, and it's, he's basically playing like a sort of... In the 70s, he might have done one like Royal Palladium performance, and he's been cashing on that for the rest of his life. And he's just a bumbling fool, but so lovable. I mean, I've never watched someone who can make you laugh by standing still for like yeah. five minutes. There was
2: a scene, wasn't there, where he was just sat... Sat in a chair looking holding around, holding a
0: book looking and, around, and that was, and
2: people were just killing themselves laughing. But I also read somewhere as well because he gets everything wrong, he gets everything jumbled and mixed up. And someone said it's harder to remember wrong things oh, than yeah. it is to remember right things. And he goes off on these massive tangents. And um, I mean, it was a... the dancing, wasn't it? So yeah. he started off talking, he started talking about it Strictly, and um he called um, Oh what's her name? Oh the black you. Claudia oh. He called Claudia a spindly Cleopatra. <laughs> uh, which I thought I thought <laughs> I'm assuming he's talking about Claudia and not um, Tess. Don't worry, Dan, we won't talk too much about Strickers. Hashtag strickers. Um, and he was talking about all the different dances, do you remember? And he mentioned yeah. Tango and then, then went off, went on off and about just fizzy listed listed all kinds of fizzy drinks. And now if you don't know Count Arthur to hear someone to hear us say oh there's an old man on stage listing off dances and then fizzy drinks it doesn't sound right It's when funny. he
0: gets into the Lucas age.
2: It was so so funny and he remembers all these bonkers things but then brings it yeah, back it to the Yeah he always ends up back on
0: the original because he's done because it with car talk- parts and the Beatles before and another. Nuts. Yeah that remember was Remember he nuts? did it
2: about Nuts yeah and um and all because he started off, because he came on to Bruce, Bruce Forsyth, didn't he?
0: Oh, yeah, that was hilarious.
2: Brought it all right back, right back But anyway, anyway, we're giving away too much of the show. I'm sure that DVD will be mm. available next year. Um, what else have you been watching this week, Terry?
0: So I've actually watched quite a lot because I've actually been off work this week for a few days because I have conjunctivitis or did have conjunctivitis. Nobody
2: needs to know that. Well, just in case, on radio. Just in case
0: anyone from work's listening. Uh, so oh, I've yeah, watched what, a few he's, yeah, films. he's
2: really been ill. No, I saw him. He looked like shit.
0: Yeah, my eye looked like it was falling out. Uh, so I finally watched Jumanji <laughs> Welcome to disgusting. the
2: Jungle. Did you like it?
0: Yeah, I enjoyed it very much. The Did wife you like enjoyed Jack Black? He, was, he wasn't awful, yeah. He was enjoyable. No one in, it was bad. It was very funny. I enjoyed The Rock, obviously being The Rock. But yeah, no, very enjoyable film. Uh, I won't mention that because that's my kex file. Imperium I watched, which is a film with Daniel Radcliffe where he goes undercover in like the American Nazis, essentially. Uh, based on a true story. Very good. Quite gripping. Yeah, is it good? good? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, that
2: is good. I'm surprised.
0: Yeah, no, it, it was surprisingly good, and he keeps up his accent very well throughout the whole film as well.
2: What, is he American in it?
0: Yeah. Oh. He's, like, someone who, like, decodes emails and stuff like that, and for some reason they decide to send him undercover into the, like, na- neo-Nazis, like, skinheads. And... I don't really
2: like uh, Daniel Radcliffe, if I'm honest, so I would not think to what I would immediately assume that that was going to be shit I should have said that last week
0: it was enjoyable
2: I'm surprised I'll have a lender. that then
0: I did offer you a lender. you said no
2: well because it's got Daniel Radcliffe in it moving on Uh,
0: then I watched Cargo which is a new release on Netflix starring Martin Freeman it's about zombies well sort of zombies it's as zombies as as much as everyone now seems to be making their own version of zombies they're called diggers in this film and the key part of it is once you get bitten you have 48 hours before you turn unless the wound kills you soon so obviously if it rips your throat out you're going to die quickly in turn Um, because the premise is that him and his wife live on a houseboat trying to stay away from it she ends up getting bitten he's trying to take her to a hospital she turns and bites him so he's got his infant daughter who's like a year old and he's got 48 hours to get her somewhere safe otherwise he's going to eat her uh, so Ooh, it's sort of, and he's going to
2: eat his own daughter.
0: Yeah, because he'll turn into a zombie. It's <laughs> the, the thing that sort of jarred with me a little bit is they set it in the Australian outback, which obviously is a beautiful thing and like they said it was like it was part of the film. But he meets far too many people in the Australian outback for me because it's the Australian outback where there's no one there. And again, my problem with a lot of films, especially zombies, it descends into humans <laughs> against humans and the zombies cease to be a big part. And it didn't really have the emotional connection. I thought. I thought it was going to kill me. Obviously, I've got a young daughter myself and horrendously, my viewing has changed because of that. There's films that I watch now that kill me, which wouldn't have killed me like two years ago because of that. the thought of me and Daisy and that happening to me. But there was no... It's all set up at the beginning that the daughter prefers the mum, blah, blah, blah. But then there's no sort of... The whole film, the baby's just on his back in a rucksack and there's not really a lot of connection. Has this, ter-
2: this turned into Film Night with Terry?
0: It has, sorry I'm waffling aren't I? Uh, and then finally I watched an old film called The Sorcerer directed by William Friedkin which is about cars going through a jungle with dynamite on them
2: It's it's a I've, favourite of Mark Kermode Yeah, anyway. I,
0: I've not sold that for real but that was very good and then No, last I've, got, link, I've
2: actually got that to watch um, It's
0: very good uh, just my as dad a warning, it, um, it starts off foreign language. There's a Spanish segment, a French segment, and then it gets in, and the rest of it's English. Because I, because I, I, I can cope with that. Yeah, because I'm not really fussed. But you know, when sometimes you're putting on a film to do other <coughs> stuff with, which you can't really do with a subtitled film. And then lastly, I watched "It Comes at Night," which I have lent Sonia. Which is a very sort of claustrophobic sort of horror film. People stuck in a house. You don't really mm. know what's going on on the outside. And that's all I'm going to say.
1: Lucy, you been watching anything this week? I feel like my viewing is very different from both of yours. Basically, I've been watching Crazy Ex-Girlfriend on Netflix, um, which is very funny. It's like it was recommended to me by one of my work colleagues, Um, but it's basically um, about a. Woman that moves across the country to be with her ex boyfriend from when she's about 16, and it's just got random musical episode like music in between. And it's like, I'm not a big musical fan, apart from Greatest Showman, clearly. Um, but um, they'll just start singing about like UTIs and just rams, like really inappropriate stuff that you just just like everyday things, a lot of UTIs and everyday things, but hopefully not, anyway. For some people. <laughs> And just like I don't know, going out for milk and stuff like that, and it's just the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. And it's really original as well. Yeah, and it's written um, by the main uh, the main actress. Oh, is it? Yeah, which is why I really like it as well. It's all by her, and she's she's not like your typical kind of stick thin kind of woman. You know, she's quite curvy, and she's just a really she's nice very believable. Character. Isn't yeah, she? she's just a really lo- well kind of likable character even though she's nuts but that and then just catching up on things like Riverdale um side watching 13 Reasons Why the new series on Friday but
0: is that any good? I watched the first series because people at work were going on about it, and I thought it was okay. But I just don't understand how they're dragging a the second series out of it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I only watched the first half. I started watching Westworld this morning. Um, and why did you episode. start? Why did
2: you start watching Westworld? What prompted you to do because that? Because
1: everyone keeps telling me to watch it, and somebody else as well. Darren. it's she's not watching it because of that it's because
2: we watched Drag Race and they did oh yeah they did a parody they did Breast World yeah um, yeah. and Lucy straight away went and watched the first episode of West World because it reminded me yeah so we've also been watching Drag Race we've been catching up with that um always yeah always every Friday standard I haven't watched anything this week because I've double dipped with uh, Machine Head the last two nights and I've been in Camden Town watching an evening with Machine Head um I've got a banging headache today. Um, all right, anything else we need to catch up on?
0: No, I think that's my week pretty we well done? covered.
2: Well, I just want—I've been asked to mention the Mother Pod. Um, their episode is up that they recorded last week. They were uh, answering uh, your searching questions, Terry. I think one of yours is on there about letting someone die. I think.
0: Yeah, Norman Price, the prick.
2: That's not very nice, is it? I don't know who Norman Price is, He's a but kid. yeah, um, they're, they're, episode, they're searching questions episodes up. I personally think it's their funniest episode in ages. Tom's back. I don't know if that makes a difference. I don't actually know any of the guys on the other podcast apart from Dan. Um, and I'm sure if Tom has a big head, it might be getting bigger by me saying it's the funniest one they've done in ages and Tom's back. So Lucy, you know them. Is Tom funny? Made me lol.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they're all funny. I pretty. don't. Dan's the worst. Well, <laughs> we don't include Dan in that, though, do we? But um, <clears throat> I'll take it you two listened.
0: I've, I'm halfway through.
1: Oh, are you?
2: Yes. Lucy's listened twice times. Um, guys, what radioactive creature would you be bitten by then? Hmm. Is this to get the powers of them?
0: Yeah. yeah you're not just going to become horribly sick and die?
2: Well, I guess it depends which uh, animal you choose to be bitten by.
1: I watched this weird YouTube video last night about this guy that just goes around getting bit by different insects and that's, like, his whole YouTube thing. What, he does it on purpose? Yeah, so he was, like, the one we watched last night, he got bu- uh, bitten by a bullet ant. It's, like, the most, like... What does a bullet s- ant do? Just bites really hard and, like, paralyzes his arm and just went all swollen. It's, like, this is what he does, so... I don't know if I'd want to be bitten by anything, really.
2: Would you not want to? Do, would you not want to take on another animal's characteristics or behaviours?
1: A, a radioactive cat. Yeah, if you want.
0: What, so you can climb across a trellis. Yeah, actually, that's,
1: that's shitting a bit shit, grit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Something flying, maybe. Lick your own poopy butthole. Um. All right, fine. I won't do that. <laughs> Screw Something you guys. Flies. I'm so glad I came on this podcast. <laughs> so you want to be bitten by a
2: flying thing, Terry?
0: I can't think of a spider and that's really lame. I can't think of That's been done before I, was I, say, know. I think I'm I don't think I'd be original one. with that. I just can't think of any other insects with Lizard. I mean I guess being an <laughs> ant just because like obviously you'd be very strong.
1: And tiny. I feel like that's been done as well. By like
0: ant man. Yeah. But he's yeah. not he doesn't get bitten by an ant, does he? He just shrinks.
2: Mm. Rhino? So a rhino. Yeah, why not? Rhino. There we go then. Uh, Terry would like if to nothing be else bitten. just see a
0: radioactive rhino yeah,
2: uh, Terry would like to be bitten by a radioactive rhino and Lucy uh, a flying thing are we yeah. going for or the
1: radioactive eagle. eagle a
2: radioactive eagle <laughs> okay right moving on <clears throat> what we're going to talk about first we're going to talk about our favourite drama characters are we or are we going to talk about favourite comedy characters I don't know Terry take it away
0: there's no need for that <laughs> So we're going to talk about drama characters. Uh, So I've done a top five, although it's not really in any sort of order, apart from my number one, which anyone who knows me knows who my number one is before we even get started on this. So we'll start off with one that's got a number in their name, so six from Battlestar Galactica. So it has actually been quite a while since I've watched Battlestar Galactica, but I remember at the time, like literally buying it on DVD and I would watch a 22 episode series that were like an hour each in like a day even though I was still at work it was just one of the best TV shows well how
2: did you do that? that's 22 hours of telly I don't know
0: you're telling lies I was like staying up till 3 o'clock in the morning then getting up for work at 7 and it was it was a heavy time
1: they're only like 43 minutes though aren't they so it's quite an hour all right. <laughs> just saying. Fucking okay, hell, I didn't know if I was going to get the Spanish I'm a TV Inquisition. expert, remember. Right,
2: Terry, carry on. I'm just going to work out how long this will take. <laughs> how many episodes? 22. 22. 22 at 43 minutes. Carry on. Yeah.
0: So anyway, yeah, so just an amazing series. So many people haven't watched it because it's sci-fi, but it's not really sci-fi. It's just a drama that happens to be set in space on a spaceship. But it's just, I mean, she plays, like, the lead Cylon, and the Cylons are the robots that are going to take over the world and, well, destroy <laughs> human civilization as it is the, I can't remember how many planets are, but they literally destroy all of them in the first episode, don't they? Yeah. And literally, humanity is left on the Battlestar Galactica and other ships searching, and there's all the, all this talk of prophecies and stuff like that. But, yeah, Trisha Helfer plays Six, and she's starts off as, like, a villain, then she becomes... As the series go on, it's almost like, are the Cylons the villains or are the humans the villains? And she just has so much emotion and humanity in that character, and she's just an absolute badass. I'm sure Lucy would probably like to get involved in that. Yeah, chart. I was going
1: to say, I'll probably be talking about it later. I mean, a Bash star for me. I mean, I do like sci fi, um, but. It doesn't matter that it's sci-fi. It's not about them being on a ship in space, you know. No, yeah, they could be anywhere. But it's the drama involved. The characters are all amazing. Like, I could just talk about that one all the time. Um, And it's one of those TV series that you watch over and over, and every time you see something new, it's just... It's so cleverly written, um, and i would i would recommend it to anyone just oh, even if you I think it's all on sci-fi. Netflix now as well. Yeah, um, yeah, i don't Possibly. know. Possibly. I mean is. i've got yeah. a box set of it all. Yeah, exactly. I've got it on Blu-ray <coughs> and everything. So um, but yeah, it is brilliant and all the characters are just so clever and there's you know there's yeah, everyone's so things. well developed and
0: well written. There's no sort of throwaway characters at all.
1: And i like that they kept it to five seasons and they they had yeah, a, a, a mini series to begin with which you kind of have to get through. Um, I think it's like, it just sets the tone for the whole thing. But it's not the best thing. You kind of have to sit through that mm. to then get to the first series, which is amazing. And then they said, like, we're only doing, we're going to stop it before it gets to, like, Walking Dead-esque. <laughs> you know, and you just don't want to watch it anymore, but keep going. Um, sorry, is that a bad thing to say?
0: <laughs> well, no, that takes me on to my next character. Oh, well, <laughs> there you go. I, I've,
2: I've never watched that show. Watch it. I'm sure
0: you lent me the pilot thing. I oh, know it wasn't, it was Chris. No, that, if I did lend you. you
2: it, it was Dan's copy of it. Because he <laughs> lent it to me and it was one of those things where he's like, watch this, watch this, watch this. FYI, it's 16 hours of viewing. So you could feasibly yeah. do that there you go. in a working day. It gives you enough hours. So don't be telling lies, telling us you watch 22 hours of telly in one day.
0: I said 22 <laughs> episodes, about an hour.
2: Lies, so, lies from so anyway, it, conjunctivitis eyes. <laughs>
0: So Lucy gave me a bit of a segue there. So my next character is Glenn from The Walking Dead. So as Lucy has said, part of the reason I've picked Glenn because there are a lot of great characters in Walking Dead.
2: Are (coughs) there? They used to be. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they used to be exactly. So I feel like with Glenn was almost the conscience of the group, and he was Rick's conscience, and he kept Rick on the straight and narrow because there's a big thing in like obviously his last series, series six. There's the big build up (laughs) to the Saviors and Negan's come in. And they make a big point of Glenn saying to someone, I've never killed a human. I've only killed zombies, or walkers as they call them. And there's a big thing leading up to the fact that he then kills someone when they think they're taking out Negan's base. And since he's gone, obviously in fairly traumatic circumstances, I just feel like the show has lost its way completely. I feel like the whole Negan storyline in the comic books is an amazing storyline. Negan is a great character. He is a decent character in the series without the swearing because in the comic books he literally swears every other word but it's just lost so much it's now it's become boring series eight's the first series where i haven't like stayed up late to watch it or watched it immediately i would wait in two weeks to watch an episode it's just yeah. completely lost everything and i feel like glenn was the last bastion of the good stuff because he was there was like hope and there was humanity in him whereas everyone that's left now It's just not there. Well, Carol was up there as well for me. I think Carol's a great character. Mm. She's great in the series because she dies very early on in the comic book. So she's almost like a free spirit that they can do what they want with. Whereas obviously Glenn was always going to come down to meet in Negan and his baseball bat. um, And other characters have things that are probably going to happen to them or not happen to them. Whereas Mm. Carol now is a free spirit and she is a badass as well. And I really like her. where Where she frees them from Terminus, that's just an amazing episode.
2: Do you like Morgan?
0: I don't like how wishy washy is. One minute he wants to kill everyone, the next minute he doesn't want to hurt anyone.
2: Mm. I
0: feel like they need to make a stand with his character.
2: I quite like how sort of. I quite like that about him because I, I think he would be. I, I'll be I honest, think it's just I don't how, really want to talk about The Walking Dead. It's just but, how
0: vehement he goes from what. If he was in the middle all the time, but he goes so far one way to the other.
2: I, I think that. I, th- <laughs> I think that shows people's moods. I mean, don't you feel like that sometimes? Like, just working with people, you think, I could throttle that person. And then the next minute you think, "Oh, friends. I guess so, yeah. I know <laughs> we're talking about life and death in Morgan's case, but,
1: um, yeah. He's just a very conflicted character, isn't yeah. he? That's why. I think he, out of all of them, he has got more interest, you know, about him
0: yeah um, I, I just I don't,
1: don't care about any of them anymore uh, yeah it has got
0: very very boring as i say i'm not just really just kill them
1: all and keep f- carol <laughs> that's my yeah, thing.
2: and michonne michonne yeah, yeah michonne yeah. is great keep michonne yeah love her for the love of god terry Sorry. stop touching things and banging things and he's fiddling with your oh, wires touching my toe he's fiddling <laughs> with your wires down it's us three and the cats. You could hear their bells jingling last week. Right, so let's cut lovely. the
0: Walking Dead chat because we're getting too into it now. So next we're not.
2: Up... <laughs> we're not. We've just been talking about cats and I was being ironic. Boys. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, so next that. up, so this Sorry. is a last minute change. So this one changed on my drive to work because I heard something that reminded me drive of this other character. Drive to work or drive to here? Yeah. Is this work? Yeah, why not?
2: This isn't work.
0: <laughs> so yeah, on my drive to Sonia and Lucy's house, this changed. So I'm going with Shane from The Shield.
2: Ah, oh, we meant shame from neighbours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, have either of you to watch The Shield? Yeah,
1: no, I love The Shield.
0: So it is. This
1: is f- terrible. One
0: of the... Like, <laughs> got
1: nothing. Why well, to- are you here, Sonia?
2: Yeah,
1: I want go in the other room and watch Such
2: a cartoons? grimy
0: cop show. I mean, the opening episode. I mean, this isn't a spoiler. It ends with Vic Mackey is essentially our hero in The Shield. He's the lead of like this SWAT team, and it ends with him shooting a police officer so that he doesn't tell other people about him. So if you're not down with it after that episode, that sort of sets everything up for you. But yeah, basically his task crew, it's set in LA in amongst all the drug crews. At the start, they're sort of doing bad stuff, but to be good, like they let one drug dealer survive and let him do all the business, but they know that he's got good stuff and he doesn't sell to kids. But then by the end of it, they're ripping off Mexican mob cartels. And Shane, as a character, he's like the second in command. He just has such a sort of tragic story throughout. And... Walton Goggins who plays him is just plays him so well there's utter despair in Shane towards the end but then there's also like high points there's I mean again it's been a while since I've watched it but it's a quite a hard show to watch because it has very sort of steady cam stuff where it's like shaky cam and you're following people running into a building it can be quite tough to watch I think there's only about six series of it and again I think it might be on Netflix but yeah it's a very good show Very, very gritty very dirty all of the characters have nothing really about them they're at one point or another, you're willing all of them dead and also cheering them on at the same time. Okay. Uh, So then we move on to the sort of lighter side of the list. So, President Bartlett from the West Wing. Yay!
2: (laughs) Bartlett for America.
0: Yeah, especially in these heady times of Trump. Well, (laughs) even even
2: back in Obama days, I was waving my Bartlett flag.
0: I mean, just an absolute joy of a character. Again, someone who displays emotion. There's episodes where things really affect him, like... I think it's the first series, isn't it, where he gets a new Doctor and then the Doctor gets killed on a oh, mission. I oh, thought, I
2: thought you were going to talk about when he rode his bike into a tree.
0: Oh, I mean, one of my favourite lines, it's not said by Bartlett, but it's said about Bartlett, what happened to Bartlett, he swerved to avoid a tree, he was unsuccessful. Yeah. I mean, what a line, that's by Leo in the first episode. But originally, obviously, Bartlett wasn't supposed to be a big character in the West Wing, he was meant to just rock up every couple of episodes and just be in the background. But Martin Sheen came in. Oh, was he? In. Yeah, he was just meant to be like it would be the main group, and then it would just be oh, should we go and talk to the president? But in that pilot episode, Martin Sheen just nailed it so much and was so willing to get involved in it. He ended up becoming a massive member of the thing, and I don't think you can imagine that show without him being in it. Oh god! When no. he's on his back, medicine. When he's trying to make he's, the chili,
2: he's it, it's just perfect. I mean, Terry and I would might touch on the West Wing a bit later. We may or may not. Um, perfect. Yeah, I mean, he it, should he should be
0: president. Yeah, I think Martin Sheen would do a good job as well. Oh, fantastic! But it's Lucy, have t- you
1: watched The West Wing? I, I bloody love The West oh. Wing. It's like, I watch it. I'd try and convince everyone to watch it. Yeah,
0: it's it's probably my most watched because my wife loves it. Well, we probably watch yeah. it all at least like once every year or so.
2: I t- I I wouldn't say it was my most watched because I think it's quite quite an emotional emotional investment. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, if if I was to recommend. I wouldn't say it was my favourite TV show, because I think everyone's got that one show where they're like, that's my favourite show. Mm. Um, but it's definitely, up. if someone was said to me, I, w- I want to watch a-, a TV box set, what do you recommend? I, w- I would say go out and pay money for the West Wing and you will love it.
0: I mean, the one thing I love about it as well, is, like, it doesn't panda, it's not like stupefied. It's, and you don't have to know anything about politics. Yeah. It takes a while to realise that you don't have to pay attention to everything. You don't have saying. to pay
1: attention That's to everything. That's my favourite thing. I watch the whole episode and go, what's just happened? But I love it. Like, yeah, you, yeah, know, yeah. you don't have to know what they're talking about. It's just brilliant.
0: I feel like we're getting off bar. Yeah, yeah, now yeah. Sorry. To... Wait,
1: let's, let's save. <clears throat> let's try and contain. He should be president no, uh, But yeah, Bartlett for
2: America. 100%. Good choice, Terry. I don't think you're going to beat that. Who's your next one? So,
0: number... This is the only one that's... Is this numerical. your number one? This is my number one. Were you saying
2: Bartlett was number two?
0: I'm not saying he's number two. Everyone else... He's not a number two, He's not he? a number not two. Not like Francis. Not like Francis McDormand, no. You're lucky. Um, so, number one is The Doctor. So, for anyone who knows me knows that I love Doctor who. I mean, to be honest, this could also come under comedy because The Doctor does do comedy. Um, I mean, it's been going for over 50 years now. It could
2: also come under female...
0: I mean, yeah, she, she he is currently female. He or,
2: is currently female.
0: Or it depends on whether it's female Time Lord or female. Just form. carry on. We're not going to get into this boy girl. So, anyway, I mean, I don't need to explain who the Doctor is to anyone. I don't think. He's a time travelling alien who can, every, whenever he dies, he regenerates. He's currently on his 13th regeneration as <laughs> Jodie Whittaker. Um, obviously, he's been going for 50 years. It got cancelled in the 80s and then came back triumphantly in the early noughties with Christopher Eccleston, who's. Probably my favourite Doctor. Yeah, you've said that before. Only because I love all of them, but he's the one that got me. I'm too young to have watched it when it was out originally. Yeah. So it was Eccleston coming back that made me love it and maybe go back and watch Troughton and William Hartnell and the Bakers and everyone else. And yeah, I absolutely love it. It, it makes you cry, it makes you laugh. There's some absolutely heartbreaking stuff in Doctor Who. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're uh, welling up. I'm,
2: yeah, but my. Fa- I mean, I'm the same as Terry. I'm not. I remember watching some of the old ones, but if I'm honest, I thought they were dreadful. And I really only got into it when it came back. I remember Still when you used to late. rant at me for I used to get Dr. so Who. mad at Terry for liking it, because Terry and I like, I would say 95%, similar very similar taste, but 95% match, Terry, on Netflix. <laughs> um, when he started getting into Doctor Who, I've, frankly, I was furious, because I was just like, how could he like such utter shit? And then, after years of wearing me down, I finally watched it and, that, and my favorite doctor is uh, David Tennant and the whole thing with him and Rose. Good god. Um, doomsday on the beach. Christ. Um yeah, I'll get tight just thinking about. It. I can't look, I can't look at memes with them on.
0: Um I mean Matt Smith has I mean, some bits. very emotional bits. A good man I'm goes not, I'm not massive A good man goes towards one of my favorite episodes where you see him lose his temper, which you never see the doctor lose his temper. Yeah, and I'm Matt big Smith on him was really good at playing him as an old man, despite the fact he was the youngest person to play the Doctor at that point. Yeah. I mean, obviously, his ep- last episode where he literally gets really old, I think that's amazing. And where they go to Trenzalore, just the way he's... Oh, I-, I could talk for days and days. Um,
2: I-, I think we should put Doctor Who in the hat, actually. But uh, as a little aside, Terry and I, together, um, have actually been to a Doctor Who...
0: Convention.
2: Convention. Um, long, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um
0: what a And it out. was
2: it was apt, actually, fantastic. Sonia again
0: it, thought it was going to be shit. Wasn't I thought it was going to be terrible. Had the time of her life. And
2: even though I thought it was going to be shit, I still made myself a little tardish dress um, with a
0: loo roll on your head. For with I had a
2: toilet roll on my head. Yeah, um, not a toilet roll, just the core. But anyway, and it was <laughs> it was so amazing. But I was most excited because um, Peter Capaldi was there. And as far as I was concerned, I was going to see Malcolm Tucker. Um, I was going to see Malcolm Tucker, um, because as soon as he was the doctor, he was the doctor for me. Um, He was a
0: great... He's got a lot of stick for not being a very good doctor, but... Oh, I think he was brilliant. Yeah, I think he was amazing. His, again, his, like, goodbye speech was emotionally draining, and, like, his last...
2: How how emotional do you get in the regeneration? Oh... Um,
0: what I would love though, I mean I still get rushed, but if they managed to sneak in a regeneration so you weren't expecting it. Cuz obviously now Ooh, yeah. it gets announced like Capaldi said, "Oh, I'm leaving at Christmas." Then there's the big hoo-ha <laughs> about who's coming in. Then the new person gets announced and then if you literally watch an episode and the doctor regenerated and someone you might else to miss cover, it. you might miss you it. You might but... do
2: what you do when you wait 2 weeks to watch Walking Dead. Oh, I
0: don't <laughs> wait 2 weeks for Doctor Who. That's No, even I
2: don't do that. Some people will be surprised because um, I think a lot of my friends are just like you don't like Doctor Who do you Sonia and I'm like <clears throat> I've got a Doctor Who cup I think that makes me a fan
0: I, mean, I, I think I've got about 15 Doctor Who cups alright you're a bigger <laughs> fan than me I've got All one right. for every Doctor apart from Capaldi and Jodie Whittaker because they weren't available when the set was made
2: it's because one of them's a girl
0: I've got no beef with her being a girl
2: can I ask Terry, um, Lucy, you're a fan of Doctor Who. You've kept very quiet know, whilst I we've like, been talking about it's that. It's
1: terrible because I remember I used to sit um, and watch it with my mum when I was having dinner when I was like really young. So I remember a lot of the older ones. Like Tom Baker was yeah, probably Tom my favourite. The one that I remember is uh, Sylvester McCoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he
0: was the one. He was the doctor that killed it, basically.
2: Yeah. Who was his uh, assistant?
0: Uh, Ace, Sophie Aldred.
2: Yeah, because I liked her i think you know when i was a young girl and the um <coughs> yeah i've got a cough all right um when i it turns out i might have hay fever listeners that's why i keep coughing um that's romford whenever um, <laughs> when i was a young girl and having like the female companions um that that they were the characters that i was drawn to the doctor yeah. i just thought
1: was a blithering old idiot I mean, yeah, then I was just going to say, I basically, I, I wanted to start watching it when the new ones came out, and then I kept dipping in and out, and I kept thinking, well, I can't just watch the odd episode, and I just haven't watched it. I'll but watch I you know once, I, I would definitely start watching with the new Doctor, because obviously, of course, that's we will. my thing. My f- hashtag girl power. Yeah, exactly. Me too. Um, so... And then I'm hoping to go back and watch them. It's just such a commitment, isn't it? There are there is a so lot to many watch. episodes.
0: I mean, I think we're on the 10th series of it coming back now.
1: Yeah, there's a lot to catch up on when there's other stuff on TV.
0: There is. Also, with you talking about assistants and stuff, a notable mention that could have made this is River Song. I think she's probably the best non-doctor person in it. She's I really love her. I just think her the doctor's such an enigma and people just don't know how to deal with him, and then she's the complete opposite. She's got she's got his number from the very start, whereas the doctor has no idea who she is and doesn't really understand how she knows everything about him and that sort of twist on the relationship was really clever. Yeah. Obviously she spent most of her time with Matt Smith, but she had some lovely episodes <coughs> with Capaldi as well. Oh
2: yeah, I prefer I, I liked her episodes with Capaldi. Um Terry, can I ask who you cut to put Shane on your list?
0: So this is one that I struggled with because I just, I kept thinking about the drama series. It was Patrick Jane who's in The Mentalist.
2: Oh, now see, when you sent me your list, neither we didn't know who that was.
0: So he's the, he is The Mentalist from The Mentalist. What? what so I, he's, it's what, essentially, what? it's a crime, it's like a TV cop show, and he's, before he, he's like, he helps them, and he was like a sort of con man, he was like a psychic, but he openly admits he wasn't a psychic, he's fake, he did it all. And basically he assists them, and just does like weird little things where he gets people to confess or does little ruses and stuff like that and it's a, he's a bit like Sherlock Holmes but he's the assistant to the cops half the time he's doing stuff without even telling the cops what he's doing and he's just a very like n-
2: bit of a maverick yes very much it sounds much very so. much like Sherlock actually I mean it came or- out
0: quite similar time to I think like the Sherlock reboot on the BBC but it's it is different but yeah he's just got He's got like the charming smile, and he just wins people over. And yeah, he does like some stupid things. But <coughs> again, I mean that's like a finite series. I think that was six series. Series mm. six is a bit waffly and a bit crap. But the first ones, because the main nemesis throughout the show is Red John, who killed his wife and child. And the whole reason he's joined the police is that he wants to catch Red John. But obviously, Red John's playing with him the whole time. Mm. But no, yeah, a very rewatchable series, The Mentalist.
2: Okay, I might give it a go. It's not one that's really.
0: Uh... It's always on Fox
2: ever really appealed to me I didn't really know anything about it no I remember my
1: sister watched it but that doesn't say a lot <laughs> oh, um, Lucy anything to add favourite drama characters oh there are so many aren't they um, I, I'm still in my zone trying to think about my own one so
2: because we're, we're talking about different um We've given ourselves different Ooh. subjects. Lucy's talking about female characters. And I don't know about... But a lot of mine fall into Lucy's category. But
1: Lucy's got her hand up. Yeah, right, I, hilariously. May I speak?
2: Have you thought of a drama
1: character? Yeah, so... Um, I've got so many. So, actually... Um, Sons of Anarchy. Yes. Who are you going to say? Because we've, we've had some feedback. Opie. I I've never heard oh, yeah, Sons he... of Anarchy. Jax. Ta- Opie for me...
0: Um, I mean again if we're not getting into spoilers I was going to
1: actually put one of these in my list but I I, I literally just thought of it when you said Shane from The Shield because obviously he's um, uh, guest stars in it Mm. as a brilliant brilliant character Um, but um, Gemma Teller so she probably would be on my list but I, I picked ones for other reasons but she's just they're just all such good characters. And then the last series just went a little bit downhill. Yeah, I was just but, yeah, about to say, for them. me,
0: series one to six, brilliant. Series seven, god-awful. They yeah. should have ended yeah. on six.
1: But anyway, so, yeah, any of them, yeah. Um, can I can I give a few no. shout-outs? Can I? Yeah, if you want uh,
2: to. So, yeah, we're talking about different um, subjects today. We're talking about... Um, this is probably going to be a two-parter, by the way. You lucky, lucky devils. You're probably going to get two episodes because uh, we've waffled too much... Uh, well basically Terry's roundup of the week was so bloody long Um, we're going to have to make it two-parter but we're talking about favourite female characters favourite comedy characters after this favourite characters that you love to hate so a lot of mine actually fall into those categories but um, my drama character that I picked that I uh, really like um, and it's kind of like a joint one because it's Dexter uh, and a few other people got in touch about Dexter as well Dexter um, who could possibly fall into the category Is that from the
0: show Dexter?
2: Yes um (laughs) He could possibly fall into the characters you love to hate as well. But Dexter, but also Debs as well, his sister. um, Very uh, troubled young lady. Um, But yeah, I really, really liked liked those two. Um, Debbie's been in touch. Sherlock, the Johnny Lee Miller um, version. I'm a massive, massive elementary fan as well. Um, I I really, really love this. Don't get me wrong, because I love Bandersnatch as Sherlock. But for me, Johnny Lee Miller as Sherlock... Um, I think his Sherlock is inspired I really really love it and having uh, Lucy Lou as Watson as well oh love it love it love it um, like I said I've had uh, people mention about Dexter as well um, a few other people a few other people Dan's been in touch actually no I'm going to save those for females um, we've had quite a few drama characters sent in but they're females so I'm going to save it for the I've female I've got a few list.
0: drama characters that aren't female that I can go through if you'd like <clears throat> Not, um, not more of my own.
2: And Mulder and Scully. I mean, that's a
0: yeah. They've come up as a pair for me as well. Yeah.
2: Um. We don't really want to talk about um duos. Um. Yeah. But as characters, Mulder and Scully have been that's mentioned. Perhaps quite, another topic for the hat. It's in the hat. Don't worry. I. Uh, I was more specific with my subjects. Um. <laughs> but yeah, Mulder and Scully have come up. So that's Dexter and Sherlock and Mulder and Scully.
0: So Luther came up a couple of times oh, for me. Oh God! How did we forget Luther? Yeah. And for the most part, everyone's reason was just Idris.
2: Yeah, it's Luther. <laughs> like whenever I see that, man, whenever I see that That's man on the telly, <laughs> thank you. It's just Luther.
0: Yeah. So Luther came up a few times, and then one that, like, I completely agree with, but um, Jonathan Creek from Jonathan Creek has come up from Carly. Uh, I've for, never seen it. Yeah. yeah so I've it's seen some of I. That. I I'd seen bits of it but then I watched it all on Netflix. Yeah. And it's actually yeah. a very good series. And as Carly has said, like It's been rec- Yeah,
2: it's been recommended too um
0: me. like he made like autism mainstream back in a time when it probably wasn't because obviously Jonathan Creek is a little bit autistic in that, but they don't play it up in a bad way, they play it in a good way, and I think yeah, he's just like a really likable, lovable character. <coughs> um other ones that are mentioned, we've had a couple of double acts I guess, so Sam and Dean got a mention. Ooh. Uh, Jax has had another mention Gil Grissom has had a mention mm. um,
2: oh yeah. yeah fair play
0: Daryl from The Walking Dead has had a shout out Negan and Rick we won't go through those again Tyrion God, no. Tyrion from Game of Thrones um, it's
2: just funny you say that I've had Tyrion as well as um, yeah. someone said uh, he was the only relatable character <laughs> in Game of Thrones and also I had a Dean Winchester as well for his uh, great taste in music and booze
0: Yeah, I mean I don't think you can separate Sam and Dean though really can you yes you can <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's a high level version of the ones that people have sent in so that was from Vicky Carly and Nathan um, across the three
2: I've got a few more here really good shouts which uh, I totally forgot um, I'm just going to mention the shows because they've mentioned the shows rather than specific characters. Peaky Blinders.
0: Not watched.
2: Um it. Oh my God. It's on my shelf. Need to watch that. Oh my God, you do need to watch yeah, that. Killian um, Murphy. Oh my God. Let's not start. Let, let's not stop, let's remember
0: remember. Killian stop. Mur- on Killian oh, so, Murphy. Let's yeah. remember that you used to think he was called Cillian Murphy as I well. think
2: lots of people did. I <laughs> Is don't that think not that's not a yet? bad <laughs> thing. I've got another one later on. I don't know how to pronounce the name. Uh, Poldark. Yeah.
0: New or old? New. I don't know. Is no, that I've a not, question? I've
2: not seen yeah. <laughs> either of them. Um, some detective series. Um, Victoria watches quite a lot of British stuff. So she's got Endeavour, Lewis, uh, Grantchester, um, Sherlock, although she hasn't specified which Sherlock. I'm going to say she's talking about Bandersnatch. Yeah, I would have thought so. Because um, she's written Sherlock, not Elementary. Um, if we just listed Jack. Characters shows. Uh, Captain Jack from Tortured. Don't like him. Oh, I like Captain Jack. No. Oh.
0: 2 ott for me
2: i like that
0: i don't like john Barrowman though so i think <clears throat> this is just a crossover event. all
2: right then let's stop now um any more any more for any more right let's get on to the good stuff lucy <laughs> is gonna take us through best female characters right let's get out our
1: phone book of notes that we've made i've written five names that is my notes because i like to wing it <laughs> So, but uh, yeah, I was literally just thinking, oh, I might change my my fifth one to Gemma from Sons of Anarchy. But then I thought no, because the the reason I've chosen these five is because all of them have a little bit of me in them, or maybe like something that I would like to be, or like they're inspiring to me in some way. Um, I would say
0: yeah, Gemma Teller is. Possibly like a great character but an awful character yeah, at the same time. Dreadful not an human being.
1: Yeah, she'd probably be on one of um Sonia's lists, I imagine. Pick characters you love to hate, but um I yeah, these all the characters are ones that I've from T V shows that I've watched over and over again and I could literally talk about all of them <coughs> forever and they'll just be like my safe you know, comfort blanket TV yeah. where you know you just like, what do I put on? I mean Anyone that knows me will 100% know what my number one will be, but we won't start with that. I was really trying to throw in a curveball and think, oh, I'll pick someone else for number one, but it's, it's not going to happen, is it? Um, so I'll start with number five. So this is kind of a, a duo. It's it's hard to separate the two hmm. because it's it, they're basically the same person. Um, so it's I've chosen out of the two, Lorelei Gilmore. Okay. So I don't know if either of you have watched Gilmore Girls. I've seen series one. Okay, so I started watching that years and years ago when I was probably a similar age to Rory, who is Lorelai's daughter. So they both have the same name. So I kind of feel like they're a package deal. So maybe I could get away with having them both as number five. Mm. Um, Because their relationship is just, it's such a nice kind of um, single mum-daughter relationship and they're also like best friends and it's just they're just really witty and they don't talk like you would expect a 16 year old girl and her like um mum to talk they're they're um like a very small age gap in in terms of like mother daughter so she's like had her when she was 16 okay Um, so they have a very different relationship to most um, mother-daughters, I think. And it's like one of those things like, I wish I was like that. Mm. You know, I wish I was that funny and witty and that I just spoke like that every day. And they did a revival recently of the TV series. And it was like, I don't know, I don't know exactly when it was, but something like seven years, ten years later. Mm. Um, And it was good. Like, it was a really nice little kind of nod to it because you felt like, you really needed some more, but I think they wasted a lot of the show and everything. Um, But yeah, so that's why my number five. So either.
2: I've got, yeah, I've, I've watched series one. I did really like it. It's just one of those things where I, you know, always planned to watch the rest and never got round to it. Um, But I know there's a lot of love for Gilmore girls. I know people that have been in touch with the show before. Paul is a Gilmore Mm, girls fan and Sharon, who's been in touch. She's a big fan as well, and it's definitely on my to-watch list.
1: I've loved series one, Um, I just never got round to watching the others. It's a real, like, there's a real mix of comedy and drama to it. Like, you really feel for them, and, you know, you really want them to succeed at what they're doing, and it's just a really heartwarming TV series... Um, and I don't even think, it sounds like a really kind of, I hate saying it, but girly TV show. Mm. Um, but I know a lot of guys that really enjoy it as well. And there are strong male characters and there's just a real like whimsical feel to it as well. Yeah. And it's all set in this like tiny little town in um, like North America, which is just so quaint and everyone knows everyone. And it's like, I want to live there and I want to be friends with them. So that's my first one. That um, so that's number five. So my number four, I think this is the one I changed. So originally, I'll tell you who I was going to go with, which was Leslie Nope.
0: <gasps> I took know,
1: out Leslie! I know, I know you'll hate me for this, but That's it, I'm moving out. <laughs> but the reason I changed it was because like all the characters I love, because I see little parts of myself in them, or that, as I said, like <laughs> things that I would like to be, um, and number four, so I've changed it to April Ludgate. Oh, so we still with Parks and Rec. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, yeah, you're Parks, fine then, yeah, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, no, it's still Parks and Rec because Leslie's like really happy and like loves everyone and everything. But April, April's she is awesome. just brilliant. She's like, she hates everyone. She's a sarcastic, am I allowed to swear? Yes. Go she's sarcastic as fuck. And it's just like, she's just my spirit animal, I think. Um, and I love the relationship between her and Andy. Oh, yeah. Um, and she's actually got a really good heart. Like, she loves Leslie. She would never <laughs> say it, but she's just so funny. And I, I kind of like the sarcastic humour um, in her. So that's why I thought, actually, you know what? I actually really love April yeah. over Leslie. But April, yeah. Did you know that um,
2: the car- the actress who plays April whose name I can't remember um, the character of April Audrey is,
1: Plaza
2: something like that Her the character of April I believe is based on her sister oh okay no um, I didn't know that but yeah I agree that the relationship between her and Andy is just amazing because she's almost like she's the clever one in the relationship yeah yeah um, and Andy's just a buffoon but they just work so well together, just, and just she, so she, sweet she almost seems at times unlovable, but and she's so awful, yeah, exactly, to everyone. But he still loves her, and just he just loves her so much, doesn't he? And he really like has this crush on her, yeah. doesn't he? And it's really sweet when they get together. And
1: I like how she's. Oh, she, she pretends that she really hates work, but then she really yeah. excels at her job yeah, and yeah. does really well towards the end of it. So, um, yeah. So that's why I decided to switch out Leslie. That's with, fine. I thought you, I thought you'd gone for another show. Not seen no. Parks and Rec. no, Terry, you need to.
0: I know. If anyone wants to lend me, it, send it in.
1: No, we don't own oh, it. What do you think? It'll this be on, It'll be on. No, I'm talking to the listeners. But oh, okay. send it in.
0: Just Lucy's um, conservatory.
1: So my number three is a bit of an overlap with Terry's. Um, so my number three is Cara Thrace, aka Starbuck from Battlestar Galactica. Again, she. So there was some real controversy when she um, was announced as playing Starbuck. So they did a, I think it's a 1970s series yeah, of Battlestar series. Galactica, and Starbuck was a male character. I
0: think they were all male in the original, um, weren't they?
1: Yeah, but so I actually got a quote because. I found it really interesting Mm. that there was such a, um, if you hadn't gathered, I'm a bit of a feminist, so Mm. I like strong female characters, and there was a real um, uproar about the, a bit like the whole Doctor thing, Mm. there was two camps where it was like, oh my god, this is amazing, she's a woman, and then there's the other camp going, this is ridiculous, she can't possibly be a woman, it's a male character, like there's any reason why a character can't be changed. Um, But the guy that um, played it, um, Starbuck originally, basically said, um, oh, you you know, you can't have a character like um, Starbuck in a show today, a cigar-smoking, drinking, womanising scoundrel. The feminist movement's got rid of those guys. In the war against masculinity, the only way that that character (laughs) could work was to make him a woman. So it's like, he's basically going, oh, no, we can't... Too much. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. He was just an angry man. So... um, I just love her because she takes no nonsense. Oh, she's a great character. She's a really strong female character, um, and she's got a lot of depth to her as well. Um, and she does have that softer side and everything. Um, she's just, a, you know, she's just an all-round strong female character. Um, and I do like the fact that she, oh, I like the original character was male, and you just <coughs> you wouldn't even know that. I mean, it doesn't make any difference what gender she is. Hmm. Um, so I, I will definitely be making you watch all of Battlestar at some point. Amazing. She does have a weird Sonya ending the Sonya looks so series. excited about that.
0: <laughs> she does have a weird ending in the series, though.
1: Yeah, the thing is, I haven't watched it for... I, I need a refresher, I mm. think. It's one of those ones that I need to watch again. But um, yeah, no, so. yeah, She's
0: a great badass, badass character. A badass.
1: Yes. Yeah, So, um, so second, this is kind of like an obscure... Um, character, I think some people may know her, some people might not. Um, it's Veronica Mars.
0: Heard of her, never Veronica seen. Veronica Mars.
1: Um, so they only did three seasons, and then the end. It was a bit like Firefly. So they did three. Uh, Except for obviously Firefly, rest in peace. Only yeah. got um, twelve episodes. Um, and the only reason I didn't pick a Firefly character um, was because. They're just... I just can't pick one out of Firefly. Like, they're all... I, I couldn't just pick one. Um, so, yeah. So, Veronica Mars was only three seasons. The third season was a little bit shorter. But the first season is just brilliant. It's about... So, Veronica Mars is a detective. Uh, well, her dad is a detective. And she's, like, a high school student. Um, and she basically investigates high school. Um, mm. So, there's a... Um, Uh, her best friend is murdered and in the first series she's trying to figure out who did it because somebody is um caught and put in prison but she doesn't believe it was him so she's basically trying to find the killer um it's just it's a bit like nancy drew um but an updated version and she's just she's a little bit of an outcast so i kind of related to her from school times um because she was always the you know the smart ass clever you know one that's a little bit outside and everything and it's just a good series and they ended up being made into a movie because everyone wanted to get it back and people are still campaigning to get it back so i think if you do have time to watch it it's the movie called veronica mars um yeah it's called the veronica mars movie i don't
2: know i mean i've heard of the tv show yeah um it was fairly recent. But I've film, not I didn't it? I didn't
1: know but there was a film. It was a Kickstarter campaign. Oh, so you okay. know when like Kickstarter was yeah, a big yeah. thing. They managed to get <laughs> um a Kickstarter campaign for it. And, That's amazing. Um, yeah, there's still hints about them making another one, mm. but I think Kristen Bell is so like busy now doing other mm. things. But um it's it's just like she's a really funny, witty character yeah. again. I like funny dialogue and like clever intelligent characters and that's what she is to me um so my number one oh, could this be i wonder be? who this could be i wonder like i really really wanted to throw in a curveball and say like willow or cordelia who i love and they would definitely be in my top female characters but i can't do a top five without saying my number one is buffy yay so who? since <laughs> since i was like 15 14 whenever <laughs> buffy first came out I watched it and just thought, I want to be Buffy. Like, she is awesome. She's strong. She's, like, physically and mentally... Like, she goes through a lot of shit. And it's not just fighting vampires, which, by the way, I think I'd be awesome at. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's just everything about her. And, like... People, some people say she's whiny and there'll be those big speeches that she, you know, um, before the big wars that she fights yeah. and the big bads that she has to defeat. But that's, to me, that's like that's Buffy, she's going yeah. through, that's her... She's like, still a she teenager literally at a school. School. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, she's 16 and she's going through, like, high school or secondary school, if you're British, um, things. But at the same time, she's fighting demons yeah. and vampires. Like, what's not to love about that? Like, I honestly don't know how anyone could sit through that show and not enjoy it. Like, even the shitty effects from the, like, when you mm. see... The microphones coming down on the my stunt favourites doubles. Where they
0: start fighting, and you clearly see that the stunt doubles look nothing yeah. like yeah. the yeah, people. Yeah, it's <laughs>
1: Like suddenly, it's a forty-five-year-old woman yeah. instead of a twenty-year-old Buffy. And there's yeah. one where there's a lunch lady that I know this is is going a bit off to tangent. No, no, you're fine. There's a lunch lady that's like um, quite large and they're fighting in the um in the dining hall and suddenly she turns into like a size 8 woman and it's like ah uh, did you not think that they people might notice but you don't even care because it's like i don't it's just brilliant and just all the storylines in buffy goes through through so much yeah. stuff like the storylines of angel and spike and one of my favorite quotes is about how she's like she's cookie dough she's not done baking and that's mm. my favorite thing it's just like her development over the series,
0: all the stuff with Dawn as well.
1: Yeah, and like when Dawn first came in, it I was so so angry. I was like, "What is this? She doesn't have a sister. How did they not notice?" But then it was so needed, and I actually like. I don't love Dawn. I don't think anyone loves Dawn. Bless her, but um, you know, it was the the her sacrificing herself, and she's just a really selfless character. And the ending of the show, I don't think this is I can't spoilery. Remember it. Um, they basically they have a really big fight and the whole of Sunnydale is um, destroyed. And she's like standing, looking at this massive hole uh, that used to be Sunnydale, and all the um, potential slayers have been given her power. So she's like, now what do I do? And it's then obviously continued into the comic books and everything. Mm. And she basically has um, an army of slayers that she trains up in this like weird um, like X Men style castle thing. It's a little bit strange, but um, the fact that it's still going into the comic books like her. And they're talking about a revival and doing a new, one, a new I one, which I really but... don't want them to do. I think just leave it alone. Like hmm. you can't remake it. No, well, they Buffy. nailed it the
0: first time.
1: And the fact that they this all comes from the movie, the Buffy yeah. vampire Slayer movie with Kirsty, is it Kirsty Swanson? And I don't didn't is have just, Luke Perry in it.
2: It did, yeah. Yeah, yeah I and mean,
1: like remember remember yeah. Yeah, Donald Sutherland was the watcher. And it's like, how did all of that come out of this really terrible slash? I love this movie, <coughs> mm. um, but this terribly made movie about like some high school um, girl the that kills. Effect, I yeah, exactly. So that's my number one, and she always will be. <laughs> and yeah, shout I out
0: I... for Giles as well. I think awful. I think
1: it's an excellent number one. I think all you know, as we'd expect,
2: all the female characters in that, but with the exception of possibly Dawn, um, <laughs> yeah, are, are brilliant. Um, glory like just I just I, think, just I think
1: they're all amazing what's
0: her name is Xander's girlfriend Anya no, that's it no, they're all
1: brilliant like as are. I said I could easily have chosen one of the other characters yeah. they're all strong female characters and Cordelia who well, we were every, talking yeah, yeah we were I talking love about Cordelia her. she's fantastic from um, and even Angel like um, I can't Fred. remember name. Fred in Angel they're just they're all really strong characters um And I I honestly think the female characters in his shows are better than, well, not Firefly, but in like Buffy, I find that they're better, apart from Spike, obviously. We love
2: Spike. (laughs) Um, But with Cordelia as well, the way she is in Buffy and you think she's such a sort of like empty character and then when she goes into Angel... Um, and the way she sort of like develops in Angel,
1: she becomes she goes, yeah she becomes really weird.
2: She becomes just this completely different character,
1: doesn't she? Yeah, she she's the heart of yeah, she, Angel Investigations. Yeah. and it's like without her, there wouldn't be that whole. But dynamic. just think about how she was in
2: the start of Buffy. You would you just yeah. couldn't imagine her then being this character that she
1: becomes in an Angel, which is brilliant because I love her in Buffy. She's so bitchy, yeah, and like just that horrible girl at school again that you lo- like hate, but like she's you kind you of love. want to be like, yeah, as well. exactly. And it's just it's just that high school dynamic, interspersed like, with fighting zombies. Um, what about Faith? Do you like Faith? Oh my god, yes. I always forget about Faith. And I don't know why. She's a tortured, someone. isn't she? She's <laughs> yeah. a tortured soul. But again, she comes good at the end. Um and in the final series it's like it's Faith and Buffy fighting side by side, like it should be. Um, you know. Yeah, yeah I've Faith to be my fa one of my favourite Buffy episodes is the one where they swap bodies. Yeah. Um, and it's like you could it just shows how good they are at acting because they are easily like you look at Faith and see buffy if that yeah, makes sense yeah, yeah. and no, at, do, yeah no i do yeah you know that's um eliza dushku is buffy um yeah she's brilliant i do love her yeah so yeah, you a fan of Buffy, Terry?
0: I'm a massive fan of Buffy. I've not watched it for a very long time, but yeah, loved it. As I said watch at the it beginning, after this.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's, I, I, if ever, as I said, it's my security blanket TV. If I'm ever like, what do I want to do? I want to cheer myself up, or it's been there for me through a lot of dark times as well. I think. What's your favourite episode? Oh God, that's like the Sonya's hardest is. question. Um, you know what mine is because it's also yeah. my fake my most played on my iTunes. It's, it's well. going to be like really obvious because becoming part uh graduate i'm a big fan of the finales yeah um so like graduation day part one and two just when they all run up the high school steps with their like arrows and then you see melody like um melody get bitten that's not her name um is it her name do you remember blonde hair i I do remember but i don't know i feel like that's the actress's name anyway um, it's just and the giant snake, like it's just brilliant. Um, but also hush, obviously. oh hush, amazing. Kat, doing a whole episode in the in silence, it's, it's just so once brilliant. more with feeling. Yep, yeah. obviously, so That's like my I face. just put what that. Is on. The, what
2: is the episode that comes straight after Once More with Feeling? Is it um, the one where
1: Willow puts a? Um, so they've all a spell. found out that she's. um yeah just come back from heaven um i can't remember it's got a funny name and i found that very um, oh not tabula rasa yeah yeah tabula rasa i, f- I found which that which is one like quite a blank well. slate or something um, um yeah that's brilliant and um and buffy thinks her name is joan and yeah. um, Spike thinks he's um, Giles' son and stuff. Yeah, see, they're just, like, they're so funny episodes. Yeah. Yeah, interspersed with, like, really dark, sad... Like, one of my favourite episodes is actually the one where her mum... Oh. ...passes away. Mm. It's Kill not... It's not my favourite episode. But it, it, I know but exactly what it's, you mean. I think it's, like, the one episode where I've seen on television the, like... The portrayal of grief is done but so Buffy's well. But re-
2: Buffy's reaction, yeah. to finding her mum is so real, real. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's like, exactly that's what it- I thought. Yeah,
1: you you look at you watch some TV shows and they're like one episode later, like their fr- best friend has died or something, and then suddenly they're fine. And it's like, you I've never seen that reaction to grief like that on a TV show. I thought it was perfectly done. Yeah, and it's just so quiet. There's, like, no yeah. music or yeah. anything. Um, yeah, so, I, I like, literally... that And it's like, what's your favourite series? How do you, like, actually I actually pin I, it down? I I, I... I wouldn't know. I say, I, I really like the early series, like, 2-3, yeah. um where Spike's bad. But I also love, like, Series 6 with Dark Willow and so it, the order of which ones I, I love like change in my mood I think
2: yeah I, I really like it I think it's a
1: very, very you could, solid I, I'm really sorry I could do a whole series. podcast and on we Buffy. could we could do a whole Buffy <laughs> one but I, I so yeah she's my number one girl yeah after you obviously Sonia Oh <laughs> which one would
0: you rather have fighting zombies with you though what uh, sorry vampires I what
2: I Sonia or Buffy yeah. I'd stab them with my wit <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just cough over them until they fell <laughs> to the floor it, it's
2: just a bit like, doesn't have that knobhead next door is cutting the lawn again. Yeah, probably with his fucking shirt off dick. as
0: well. No, he's yeah. got a shirt on.
2: We're not a fan. Thank of Thank God. Son, yeah. Let's hope he doesn't no. listen. Oh, is it next next door? It's
1: yeah, it's oh, left. It's anyway, we're not,
2: gonna, we're not gonna we're not gonna we're not gonna ruin um, our happy thoughts about Buffy by talking about the man next door. Any that any notable mentions? Any any extras that you want to mention that didn't make um, the top five? Yeah, just
1: like Leslie. I really like. Um, character from supernatural that felicia day plays who's a name i've forgotten so i'm sure someone will correct me um any of the firefly girls any yeah. of the friends girls you yeah. know com- comedy type characters um yeah that kind of thing i i literally my it was really it was easy for me to pick my top five but it was really hard to narrow like my top 10 down i I, I could talk about female characters all yeah. day. yeah i think i
2: agree there a lot of my characters that i was picking for other subjects were female oh we did as ask well. if,
1: um if anyone had anyone um someone said Mer- hannah said meredith gray uh from Grey's anatomy i've had a few shout outs for Grey's anatomy yeah, yeah which is is good um also uh main character from alias uh jennifer oh, okay. Garner's no, character name, but... yeah see i can't remember but i loved alias i've got that on my shelf she's another kind of kick-ass mm. kind of xena Oh, Xena warrior princess. Yeah, see, I didn't really watch. Yes, that's the thing. I didn't really watch it, but I know. I feel like I would really like that. See, I picked stuff that I watched kind of between my teen and twenties eras. But the stuff that I watched when I was younger, which I'm sure you know, that that yeah, things and older TV shows, Miss Marple. You know, those (laughs) those characters that stick stick with you, isn't it? yeah um river song was mentioned as well but i obviously i i know her reputation but i don't know anything about her so I probably, yeah yeah so terry
0: uh so female characters
1: <clears throat> who do you
2: like
0: river song the doctor now she's female i mean i mean a typical man i just can't think of it obviously buffy i my mind just goes blank i've been thinking about this all week and it's just male characters that come to mind for me I guess because that's what I think of whereas obviously you guys relate to the female characters. It's funny
1: because um, uh, I was talking to the girls at work about it and they both said that they really struggled to find female characters that they all thought male ones to begin with. But... Yeah, well, I think that's because um, like, we don't really want to get into this discussion no, around no. um yeah. um
2: we don't want to go too much off topic, but let's be honest, TV and film is male-dominated. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. roles yeah. aren't really But you there. just have to
1: think about it, and there are hundreds of female characters. Yeah, there are. Um especially recently like on uh, netflix there's a show yeah. that i watch is written by the i believe it's the same writer as veronica mars which is rob thomas is eye zombie oh, and yeah, i think yeah. that was um someone a, was talking to me about eye zombie yeah. yeah it's brilliant it's another really witty she, like, she's yeah. really funny and basically she eats the brains of um people that have been murdered and she takes on their memories yeah but it's just she's another kind of veronica mars yeah. character where she is very witty and funny um, so there's a lot more on like recent things. Yeah, I, I mean, think. Robin
0: yeah. Wright in House of Cards seems yeah. very good. Yeah, that's another oh, thing. Didn't want to talk awesome. about House of Cards? Yeah, so yeah. Though, do you obviously know what? The Kevin Spacey controversy. Do you know what?
1: A few people did get in
2: touch and said, "Oh, a while ago I would have said House of Cards, but not now." But I have to say, Robin Wright in she's in House good, yeah. of Cards, you can still she's enjoy like the, the TV. Especially series. the most star
0: for, recent series, she's she star really for me, yeah. really steals the show in that.
2: She really is amazing. So. Um,
0: one other one actually that's just occurred to me and it's is possibly because they stand out as strong with what you've just said I can't remember the character's name but C.C.H. Pounder in The Shield
1: oh yeah, yeah. but
0: that character was written as a man okay. and she auditioned and just blew them away and that's again possibly why it's an interesting character because it wasn't a female character because as we said people don't really tend to write brilliant female characters
1: I just think unless it literally says in the you know in the description they have a penis like it, it can be interchangeable that's never a time, script i've frankly. ever read yeah <laughs> but i mean obviously there are certain male female roles but it's really nice to see some strong female characters coming out now and yeah. there's so much about it that there's just loads you just have to kind of think about it a little silent bit
0: witness is fairly female driven oh, now as well. yeah i love silent witness i always forget yeah. about
1: like bbc <laughs> shows but there's some really good ones like dr foster not oh, like oh it's brilliant, yeah. I love her. Yeah, so do I. She's, she's also my spirit animal.
0: <laughs> she's been in Doctor Who as well, Saranja. Yeah, she,
1: I mean, she's brilliant. And Happy Valley. That's oh, yeah, I've not seen Happy Valley. Oh, brilliant. Sarah Lancaster. Sarah Lancaster. She is brilliant in that. Like, there's a lot of really good BBC dramas, but they, we always. Olivia of...
0: Coleman's always good in everything. She's yeah, in Broadchurch. Yeah, exactly.
1: I was just about to say Broadchurch, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think um, my work here is done.
0: Spreading the word.
2: Can I can I have a go? If you must. Um, I've had quite a lot of feedback um, with regards to the female characters. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my favourite female character first. So much like if you know Lucy, you know that she's a massive Buffy fan. If you know me, um, you know that I'm a massive Scully fan. I would say I'm a massive Scully fan more than a massive X-Files fan. But for me, Dana Scully is the best female TV character of all time. Ever love, love, love Scully. Um, coming in a very close second is CJ from The West Wing. I love CJ. It's hard to, again. CJC.
0: One of those characters, Bartlett. But I think stands aside I mean, from in the others. But yeah, the rest-
2: you've you've chosen Bartlett in your um, category um, and under the you know under the female bracket. I'm going to pick CJ. But as we've discussed, The West Wing is very difficult to pick a favorite mm. character. But I want to give special mention to Donna from West Wing as well. Oh yeah, she's um, brilliant. As uh, Josh's assistant, I thought she was uh she was a very likable character as well. Uh, mentioned her earlier, Deb's from Dexter. Um I thought she was pretty amazing. We have had some um feedback from people. Gemma Teller, um, who Lucy mentioned earlier from Sons of Anarchy. I've never seen Sons of Anarchy, um, but a few people did mention her. And a few people came back with um oh someone's mentioned uh Jessica Jones.
1: I guess she's only yeah she's a good character, but I feel like because she's only got a couple yeah. of series, she's
0: had time to build it. Yeah, Star-
1: Starbuck Dan um,
2: sent quite a lengthy message, uh, which I'm not going to read out because I think Lucy covered pretty much everything that. Uh, Dan said but a few people actually sent the same character in for drama and I've saved her for female it's Vanessa Ives from Penny Dreadful so Eva Green's uh, character yeah. I've
1: not seen Penny Dreadful it's I watched definitely... the first
0: series and then lost it uh,
1: yeah so did I but only because I um, couldn't find the episodes
0: um, you literally lost it <laughs> yeah
1: yeah but it, it, it's one of those things I really really should watch it because the first series is brilliant mm. I love that kind of old Victorian horror and yeah. right, all those um novels and everything that it's come from it's really good yeah um so yeah i've had
2: i had a few people get in touch about her under the bracket of the drama character um so she obviously slots in nicely under the female characters as well someone else said brenda chenoweth from six feet under uh that's flaps from poland he said six feet under his favorite show i've never seen it before i've not seen um it. but again it's been on my list for a while um so yeah there are loads of strong um Female character. I'm going to go for Marge Simpson as well. Yeah, I was waiting um, for that. <laughs> long-suffering Marge Simpson and Lisa Simpson as well. Who's a Not superstar? Maggie. Fuck Maggie. Um, yeah, Mag, um, Marge and Lisa from the Simpsons. Fantastic. Um, Edna Krabappel as well. She's yeah, I was brilliant. trying to think of, of like if cartoons. If I had a, ones. if I had a spirit animal, I think it'd be Edna Krabappel. <laughs> um, may she rest in peace. Um. So yeah, female characters all done. Uh, a few more, uh, Rizzoli and Isles as well. Lucy, have you seen that? No. That's based on a series of books and I can't bloody remember what they are but I'll dig that out. Uh, uh,
1: detective, oh. you know, very, very good um putting my hand up again because i just thought of another book one haven which is quite obscure which is based on the colorado kid by stephen king (coughs) which is like a short story but they made it into it's like a kind of supernaturally type thing so i don't automatically think well apart from buffy um but you know she's a really good character as well that's like quite that's like a sci-fi tv um channel um TV show. Yeah.
0: That makes sense. jen would also shout out to Bones as well. Oh, so oh, I yeah. Oh my God, I'm so yeah. bad at this.
1: Because she was going to be on my top five. I oh, really? Because Kathy Rikes is one of my favourite authors. I prefer the other one. But they don't oh, have what, a
2: TV show. Yeah, uh, I prefer Patricia Cornwell. But, oh, okay. Yeah, but see, I but she read Kathy show first. So, yeah.
1: yeah well that's um, another podcast I think they're pretty but I think they're pretty much the same. Yeah, but in, I but love forensic type yeah. stuff but she's another one that's like sarcastic and literal but Rizzoli and Isles would slot into the uh, same okay. lit, literary wise yeah. would probably slot into the same I've, I've anyway,
2: heard of yeah. Lucy and I start to talk about books we'll now we'll do so a so book ter- book podcast Terry's, glazed, Terry's over. glazed over yeah his conjunctive <laughs> artist has come back <laughs> my eyes are sealed shut I can't read a thing um, okay guys so that has um, that's been awesome we've talked about favourite drama characters Favourite female characters. Woo! Woo! Girl power. Um, I think what we're going to do is probably um, stop here.
0: Toilet And plate.
2: revisit, yeah. We're going to stop. This will be the end of episode one. And we're going to do a second episode where Terry and I talk about favourite comedy characters. Favourite uh, characters that you love to hate. And then we're going to give notable mentions to casts that we love. Ensembles. And we're going to do the Kex Files right at the very end I'm sad um, I have to
1: go <laughs>
2: Lucy's very busy but very quickly before we go um we have got um, this is a our little, special message it is our little spe- special message yeah we'd like to um just give a shout out to someone who's got in touch with us a lot and has listened to the show and has really given us some great feedback and has just been really really supportive and he had a birthday in the week and so Terry and it's I would your like to say. Today. It's your birthday
0: today. There's a cat licking your birthday cake. It's your birthday today. Sorry, it's
2: not mate, his birthday Paul. today, but happy birthday, Paul! Happy birthday. birthday, Paul! Yay! Happy birthday! Woo! Woo! Theatrical cut, superfan! <laughs> Thank you very much. Okay, so we're going to uh, dip off for a toilet break and a fresh brew. Terry?
0: Mike drop.